Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together one more time. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Ephesians chapter number 4 is the piece of scripture we want to read this in Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. Please go and vaccinate. All right. Go and vaccinate. Okay. Very soon, without a vaccination card, you can't go to certain places. That's where we are going to. Do you get it? Yeah, you just stay at Ekasi. So, yeah, even Ekasi, you can't move from uh, Imbali J to Imbali Y. You'll be shocked. So, please go and vaccinate. And if you apart from restriction in movement, just so we are, we are ready. I... I they are predicting another wave in no, October, November. Do you get it? So that we are ready. Okay. Say amen. amen. Uh, all the stories you have heard about vaccination. It was the same when they were talking about polio. The vaccinations they give you as a baby. When they brought them also, people had these same stories. Do you get it? But now, even we've gone so far that we don't even tell you about, as soon as you are born, before you can know your left from your right, we vaccinate you. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, I'm sure a time is going to come that even this same COVID thing, we may be they may be vaccinate when we are children. Do, do you understand? So, please, go and vaccinate and say, if you vaccinate, you die in two years. All these funny stories. Oh, Okay. Say amen. Say another amen. amen. Ask your neighbor, are you the one who's causing all this? Uh, yeah. Even, even, even alcohol that is proven that is dangerous. Cigarette that is proven that is dangerous. Weed that is proven that is dangerous. You have tried it. Father, help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 11. Let's get into it. Today is a short service. It's, it's cold today. Unnecessarily. Cold. Verse 11 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers, verse 12, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. So it says pastors, apostles, prophets, and so on, are supposed to perfect the saints, work on the saints, teach the saints, grow the saints for the work of the ministry, so that the church will grow. Amen. This is what the scripture means. So all this teaching about rise up, become a shepherd, join the workforce, is to build you up so that the church can grow. Amen. Amen. So if somebody told you, Bishop is preaching what he's preaching so that the church can grow, it is true. It's true. And we want the church to grow. 
Amen. And we are preaching this so that the church can grow, so that we can grow, we can advance. Amen. But he says, what are we building up Asanda for? We are building up Asanda for the work of the ministry. Okay, so tonight I'm talking about the work of a shepherd. Okay, what is the work of a shepherd? If we say you are a shepherd, you say, this is the way I wanted to be. I'm going to be a shepherd and everything. What is the work that I am coming to do? If I'm a shepherd, what? a pilot flies an aeroplane or aircrafts. Is that not so? Uh-huh. A doctor does what? No, that, that's, that's wrong. Doctor means something else. Okay. Escort. Escort. A doctor treats sick patients. See, if you are getting a heart attack, the doctor will help you. Do you see? Uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) a painter paints. Do you get it? A painter paints. Then what again? A carpenter builds with wood, furniture. A carpenter doesn't carpenter. Ah, Escort. Okay, then what again? Give me, give me various. A driver. You see, you are going to say drivers. Drives. Do you see? A teacher. Not teachers. A teacher teaches. No, teaches. Okay. Uh-huh. So a shepherd, what does a shepherd do? He shepherds people. (laughs) Yeah, so how does a shepherd practically shepherd people? What does he do to show that he's shepherding people? Number one, he prays for them. So the first responsibility of a shepherd is to pray. If you are going to become a shepherd, you will have to pray. Amen. Amen. You will have to learn to pray. Acts chapter 6, we are reading from verse number 1 through to verse number 4. The Bible says, and in those days, the number of disciples was multiplied. May the number of members in our church multiply. There arose a memory between the Grecians against the Hebrews. So the Zulus and the non-Zulus, there arose a memory. When things increase, the work that must be done becomes more. Say amen. It requires more people to handle the thing. So there arose a memory because the widows, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve table. So the problem was about food. So they said, look, we can't neglect what we are supposed to do and come and solve food problems. So let's find a solution to this problem. He says, wherefore... Brethren, look ye out among 
you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over these over this business. Okay, so he says, even when it came to sharing of food, let us look for people who, number one, are not thieves, honest report. You see that a good character has come up, even with just sharing of food, honest report, full of the Holy Spirit, people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. This is, this is, we are not talking about shepherds, so we are talking about people who share food, full of the Holy Spirit, under the control of the Holy Spirit. Many of us who are even giving ourselves to be shepherds are not under the control of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we are not. Because our behavior, even one to another, shows that we are not. Because if the Holy Spirit was controlling you, there are things you won't say, there are things you won't do. Amen. That's, this is not what I'm preaching about. I'm just on my way somewhere. But the robot is red here, so I have to wait for it to be green. Do, 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 do you understand? Yeah. You won't do some things. You won't say some things. You won't hurt one another. Amen. You would rather encourage one another. And these are people who just serve food. Give this person bread. Yes. Yeah, full of the Holy Ghost. Honest report. It means, honest report means when we give the food to you to share, you won't half home. Do you get, you won't take half home. You will share it because it's for the people. Do you, do, you, do you get, I mean, when we were in high school, we used to go to dining hall. And when we go to dining hall, every dining table, I think every table had 12 people on the table, six here, six here. And then there's a table head, who is usually the senior. There's a table head, then a senior, the senior of, on the table. So when they come, they, they, they have the ladle. The ladle is what we use to dish out the food. And I think with certain meals, everybody is supposed to get two ladles off. So we put your plate down, and then he use the ladle to hit the pan, rice. Pack, 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 then he'll dish one ladle, two ladles. He has put two here, but when you put what he has put there together, you put it even in the ladle. It will, both will go in the ladle and still not fill the ladle. <laughs> hey, they had the way. Of scraping the, the speed with which they do it. Then they'll ditch. By the time they finish serving everybody, the rice still has about half in the pot. Yeah. And they don't, they wouldn't, they don't bring, they've not brought a, a plate. So it's like what will be left in the pot is this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, seriously. I mean, and it's a skill. They do, they, they, to just be flying all over. Sometimes it can fly and spill on the table. Meanwhile, the rest of the food is since I said, we, let's not appoint this type of people. You give them 100, 100 rands for 10 people to share. They will share. 10 people are sharing 100 rands. You see, one person will not get some. Yeah. So, honest report. Then full of the Holy Ghost and of wisdom. And appoint them over this business. Then he says, now we who are the shepherds, verse 4, we who are the shepherds, what are we going to do? We will give ourselves continually to prayer. Amen. We will focus on praying and ministering of the word and to the ministering of the word. A shepherd must pray. Amen. A shepherd must be a praying person. If 
you are going to be a shepherd, you should pray. At least one hour of daily prayer, you must pray. Amen. 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 Two hours of daily prayer, you must pray. Amen. Amen. And you must make time to pray for a long time. Amen. Amen. Else you cannot be a shepherd. The, The ministry, you see, shepherding people is not like a soccer team or a WhatsApp group or an area Kosatu. How do you call that area Kosatu? The one they put their money together. Stockville. Society Stockville. Amafela or Stockville. It's not like that. You see, when you go into Stockville, people are connected because their money is there. Yeah. I always pity people in the Stockville. The story, the one that they take their money monthly. I pity those who take the money towards the end. Because almost every Stockville group, by around August, it starts to collapse. Because people start to default. Yeah, people start to default. This guy has collected his money in February. Paid in March. Paid in April. Then by May, he starts stories. Then June, there's a confusion. By the time you re- if you are, uh, so say, so, me, I want all my money in December so that December I can feel like a boss. By December, the group has collapsed. Yeah, the admin has left the group. The group has collapsed. The group has been dissolved. Then you see different people owe you. So when they see you even at work, they don't smile anymore. Yeah. That's what happens. So at least they are even connected by this. But when it comes to shepherding, the people have no reason. No, the connection is spiritual. So if you don't learn to pray, and, to, and when I talk about prayer, apart from prayer for yourself, for to be filled with the Holy Ghost and to be anointed, to have wisdom to shepherd the people. You have to learn to also pray for the people. Amen. Amen. You have to learn to pray for the people. You will not quarrel with your Basenta members if you are praying for them. I mean, think about it. If you are praying for them that they will be stable, they will be well, they will grow, they will become matured Christians, why would you, after you have spent time laborious, you have lost sleep, an hour, two hours to pray for them. Then when you meet the person on the street, then you pull off the person's wig. Why would you do such a thing? But because you have not spent spiritual energy praying for the person, that's why when you have a small confusion with them, you can't even be fighting because it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you. But if it has cost you time that you should have been asleep and having a dream, yeah, having a dream and in dream you are enjoying your best life. Do you get it? Your best life. Then suddenly, is that Wendy? No, it's not. Okay. Suddenly you wake up, boom, to go and pray. Alarm rings. Then you have to go and pray. 3 a.m. You have to go and pray. You won't, after that, truly come and be arguing with Tandeka. Or Mrs. Jiri in this in this case. You can't be calm. You can't be, after you have woken up, you have sacrificed three times a week, your 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. to be praying for her. Would you come out and quarrel with her? Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. So it it it, 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 it it stems from there. As you pray for the person, as you pray, wake up, pray for this person, pray for this person, pray for you, make a list of them. Ephesians 1.17, Paul tells us something when it comes to sheep. Please put it up there. He says, 
not for the perfecting of the saints. 17. Ephesians. Ephesians 1, 17. It says, no, go to 15. Let's start from 15. This is Paul. He says, wherefore I, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love unto all the saints, verse 16. He says, after I heard that you were Christians, he says, I cease not to give thanks or making mention of you in my prayers. He says, it's like I wake up to pray for you. Constantly, I do not stop. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and relation. This is one of the the, the prayers you should pray for your sheep that God will give them wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding, next verse, being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And the prayer goes on and on and on and on. And your exceeding great power which you wrote us when you raise Christ from the dead. It goes on and on and on. Do, do, do you understand? Wake up and pray for the people. Pray for their stability. Pray that Christ will be formed in them. Or you always be dealing with their natural selves. And their natural selves is not good. Our natural self is selfishness. Let me show you. Galatians chapter 5. Our natural self. Galatians chapter 5. Our natural self. Verse 19. Galatians 5. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are this. This is our natural self. This is how, if we are left to ourselves, this is how we are. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. This is first four, first five. First four. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition. Why do you think you are always arguing in your ministry? Why do you think you are always arguing in your basenta? It's our natural self. Envying 21. This one is envying. Why did they let him sit in front and I sat at the back? Why is this one? A pastor likes this one more than he likes this one. Well, that's, that's our natural self. If it's not tampered with prayer for the help of the Holy Ghost. Envies, murders, drunkenness, revilings, which is wild livings. Wild livings. I almost said bungee jumping. Wild living. This is how we are. So you pray that Christ be forming them. That the Holy Spirit will be upon them. Will fill them. And, and, and even the Holy Spirit will, will, will modernize or modify their behavior. Modify their behavior. Because if without the Holy Spirit being in them filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost modifying their behavior. This is what they will give you. And such this type of things. You say, oh, but pastor, you never name pornography. It says such like. They are, it means that if we are going to write all of it, we won't finish. So just what he says, such like means your imagination is as good as mine. Yeah, it's as good as mine. Such like means any new type that you develop is also part of it. But if you pray for them, look at verse 20. If you pray for them, for the Holy Spirit to fill them, then now these things, he says, but the fruit of the Spirit. Like when the Holy Spirit fills them, stays in them, after a long time, to now begin to bear fruit. He will now begin to bear fruit in them. And the fruit 
faith you will bear in them is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. So from now on, when they deal with you, they'll be gentle towards you. Gentleness means nice. They'll just be nice, pleasant. X chromosomes will be out and Y chromosomes will be in. They'll just be nice to you. Gentleness. They'll treat you with gentility. Goodness. Faith. Next one. Meekness. Meekness is everybody will humble themselves. Everybody say, oh, you go first. Oh, please, you go first. Oh, you go first. Oh, please, you go first. You have it. No, 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 you have it. But for some of us, they have not even said, hey, bring it. I am bigger than you. Bring it. I seize it. Temperance. Which means self-control. They will control themselves. They, will not, they feel like misbehaving, but they will control themselves. You did something that angers them so much. They feel like freaking out, then they will control themselves. Say, no, no, no. Ain't right. Control themselves. Yeah. I always say that. Anything you do because you are angry, what will you do when your anger goes? Imagine after your anger is gone. Your anger, anger is like hot water. No matter how hot it is, it will cool down. So when it cools down, what will you do? Because currently it's right because you are angry. But when the anger goes, will it be right? I mean, you've gone to work, you slap your boss because you are angry. No problem. But when the anger goes, you'll be unemployed. Yeah, you'll be unemployed. Yeah. You are arguing with your boss, you have quit. I've quit. You have quit. When your anger goes down, have you prepared for being unemployed before you are quitting? Now, don't follow those white people and the things you see on movies. Oh, I quit. The, the ones on movie to start with, it's a movie. The director has told them to say that. When I watch movies with my wife, I explain the movie to my wife. Do you get it? Because when I'm not there, my wife doesn't understand the movies. I have to explain to her. So I explain to her. Sometimes when I explain the thing to her, then she gets angry with me. I tell her that, look, this thing, that you, I hope you know that it's a movie, ne? Yeah, because, stop, hey, why are they doing that? Me, what have I done? Am I the one in the movie? It's just a movie. If we rewind it now, he will be alive. It's not like he's dead and gone. If we rewind it now, that same person that you are grabbing me hard, he will be alive. If we start the movie again, the person will come back in the movie. It's not like when he dies, then he's finished. When I explained to my wife that, they, 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 my wife said, ah, why, why, I'm spoiling the movie. <laughs> I, t- I said, why did he say? I said, the producer told him to say that. That's why he's just following what the director said. Don't blame him. In, well, if you meet him outside the movie, he won't say that. <laughs> and then in real life, the white people, they have inheritance somewhere. You and I, we don't have any... When as they are quitting, they have shares in uh, SABS or with something. You don't know. Do you get all? Oh, they have their grandfather took an insurance policy, which they are chopping from. So they have the right to say, oh, I quit. Then you two black men like you, like me. Then you also say, I quit. <laughs> you go and depend on three fee friends. Hallelujah. Prayer is important. Paul said, my little children, in whom I travail for you again, 
until Christ be formed in them. It's your duty as a shepherd to pray for the people for Christ to be formed in them. For Christ. I think tonight I can even just talk about prayer. For Christ to be formed in them. Now, if you don't wake up and pray for them, don't accuse them that they are behaving like demons. Amen. Because if you have to wake up and pray for them, Christ will be formed in them. And when Christ is formed in them, they will behave like Christ. Yeah, you'll behave like Christ. So these people, I don't know, the demons that are worrying them are very strong. Do you know why the demons are worrying them? You are not praying for them. You are not praying for them. You are not praying for them. Is that your cousin? Your sister? How does your sister have been asking for? Oh, okay. How are you doing? Sure. Pray for her. That Christ be formed in her. Or next time she does something wrong, you start to shout. Don't shout. Instead of shouting and using energy, physical energy, pray for her so that Christ will be formed in her. She won't do that again. The more Christ is formed in us, the more Christ-like we become. And for Christ to be formed in us, Paul said to us, my little children of whom I have prayed for you to become born again. And, and Christ is formed in you. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to learn to pray. So you don't want to pray, you don't want to be a shepherd. The main work of a shepherd is prayer. Prayer for the people. That's why Jesus, he came to this at only 33 years, did ministry three and a half years. Then he went to heaven just to pray for us. Bible says he ever lived to make intercessions for us, just to go and pray for us. He saw that preaching to us, doing miracles. Hey, look, these people, they are not changing. Let me go and pray for them. Let me go and pray for them. Since he rose from the dead, he's only been praying for us. Praying for us. So if you are going neighbors, if you are going to be a shepherd, you have to take your people and pray for them. This whole thing is, when I go, they don't come. When I go, they don't come. Pull away and every day put the list up and pray for them. You will see Saturday, they will be calling you to ask you that. Is it not Sunday? You say, oh no, Sunday is tomorrow. So, hey, I thought today is Sunday. So no, tomorrow is Sunday, okay. Is there no church today? I've had sheep call me before and say, Pastor, is there no church today? Can't we have church today also? Yeah. Rise up and pray for them. For Christ to be forming them. But if you don't pray for them, it will just be every day. Say, so it's a human thing. And humanly speaking, they have no connection to you. And you have no connection to them. So when you pull, it doesn't come. When you pull it, when you pull them, come, they don't. Why should they come? They are not connected to you. If you were walking in downtown and you see a tall Indian just calling people, will you go? Why wouldn't you go? You have no connection to the person. But if you were to meet your lecturer, then he calls you. If he, sometimes he's just calling somebody behind you, but because he's doing this in your diet, you can't, did you call me? Because there's a connection. There's a connection. There's a connection. So rise up and become a praying shepherd. And you begin to see a difference. One hour a day, wake up. 5 a.m., wake up and pray. 6 a.m., wake up and pray. 4 a.m., wake up and pray. Say, I'm praying. Make a list. I have four people. I'm praying for each person. 10 minutes. 
Then I pray for myself 20 minutes. And even after you have prayed for the four people, now you have a legal right to ask God that God, you see the shoe that you promised me. Your shoe, no. A shoe. Sunday, Sunday, oh God. Remember that Sunday, Sunday, I need this shoe. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. We've taken off on a good note. Number two. Visitation. Visitation. Jeremiah 23, verse number one and two says, Woe unto you, shepherds, that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, that saith the Lord God of Israel against the shepherds that feed my people. You have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil, the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. God was angry with the shepherds that why they have not visited the sheep. They have not visited the sheep. The second duty of a sheep is to visit the people. Lindo, your people at um, Dubai, you have to be able to go and visit them. Not go and call them to come to church. But visit them. Visit them to talk to them. See how they are doing. Show interest in them. By going to visit them. Amen. Amen. Going to visit them. I've come to visit you. How are you doing? How is school? How is it? Sit down and have a conversation with them. You are not coming to take them to church. Neither are you coming to remind them about church. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You, are, you have not come to take them to church. You have come to check on them how they are doing. Hello. That's why we are forming Basentes. Because no one person can visit everybody. Yeah, no one person can visit everybody. No one person. So when we have Basentes, even in a center, when we have Basentes in the center, then the Basenta leader perhaps has maybe three or four people. So you only have three or four people to visit. Do you get it? So in a space of two weeks, you can visit two people this week, two people next week. But everybody feels, and I'm saying that it's not a visit to go and bring the person to church. When God visited Adam and Eve in the garden, where was he taking them to? It was just to come to their house and see how they are doing. That's all, just to spend time with them. Come to their house, be in the garden with them. Sometimes even visited them to solve marital problems. Because one of the days when he visited them, the wife had lied to the husband and had cooked the wrong food for the husband to eat. And the husband was not happy about the food. And the food was causing problems in the marriage. Then God came. One of the times when God came, they didn't have clothes. They had, the, the Bible said, and God made clothes for them. God went to shop and buy clothes for them. Go and read it, Genesis chapter 3. 
He visited them to solve financial problems. He didn't have clothes, organized clothes for them, and all these kind of things for them. He visited them. There were no clothes. Some places there are no clothes. Recently, I saw a boy wearing girls' clothes. This week, I came here, I saw a boy wearing girls' clothes. It was raining. Girls' clothes are for rain. Yeah. So you would think as the people are in church, everybody has everything. It's not true. So Adam and Eve had the same thing. It was only when God visited them that he realized that they have problems with clothes. Until you visit, you know the real situation of the people. Because as you're coming to church, everybody has won their best. Even some people have not eaten. There's no supper tonight. But because the message is nice, they are smiling. You think they are full. You think they are full, but they are not full. It's when you visit. Me, I visited before, you know, that they asked me, please, you want tea or coffee? I said, oh, anything. If you ask tea or coffee, it means you have tea and you have coffee. Do you get it? So I said, oh, coffee is fine. So I was sitting there when they came to tell me that, oh, um, there is no milk. There's no milk. I said, oh, me cry. I'm okay without milk. You have to be pleasant. So I'm okay without milk. Then they brought their tea. When I took the first sip, I realized there was no sugar in it. So I asked for a spoon. Because maybe they put the sugar, but they didn't stay. So I asked for a spoon. Then the pe- I think the person brought the spoon or something like that then. I passed and I realized that there was no traffic. (laughs) No traffic under there. It's like the spoon was moving so freely that I became worried. So I said, I didn't didn't say it. I just smiled as though I'm mixing the tea with water. Then I put it. And I, the coffee drank it like that. with a smile. No, I mean, look, you can drink tea and coffee without sugar. The problem is just the first sip. The first sip. Because your tongue doesn't know that that's what is coming. So when you drink the first one, then your, your, your tongue sees that, oh, okay, no sugar. Then it's ready for it. Anytime it comes, it's ready for it. It will taste normal. So then I continued. But if I had not gone to... Because that's what the milk they told me. Do you know why they told me? Because the milk there is obvious. As soon as it comes, you can see. You can see and you move on. But when you visit, you think that everybody sitting there has sugar for two. Something as simple as sugar. So, you have, that's why we say basente. So, the, the people are not many. Also in your area, they are around you. So, it's easy to visit them. And I'm saying, not go and take that. Uh, come to church at 4 o'clock. No, I've just come to check on you. Talk to you. Know how school is going. And God said, because you have not visited the people, I will visit you with evil. May God not visit us with evil. Look, we will visit the people. How many of you surrender that we will visit our people? We will visit our people. So, all of us should set a time and a day that we visit our people. Make a schedule. And many of us don't have many people. So, it's easy. Even in a month, everybody should be visited. 
Yeah, you have only four people. One month, every week you visit one person. Saturday, you go and mobilize them for church for Sunday. But during the week, you visit one person. One of them. You visit. The next week, you visit the next person. The next week, you visit the next person. The next week, by one month, you have finished, then you start again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Say amen. amen. That's the work of a shepherd. That's the work of a shepherd. But if you don't visit the people, you are a total stranger to them. You only see them in church. Look, what you see in church is about 2% of the, 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 the people. Yeah, 2%. If you look at us, brothers, the, what we see of the ladies in church, it's about, I mean, if you're at home, they are different. Did I tell the story of a guy who went to visit a lady and then knocked the door. When the lady came, then she is there. Say the lady is called Amanda. Then she asked, the lady is the one who came. Then she asked, Please, I'm looking for Amanda. Said, yes, I'm Amanda. Hey. Said, No, no, no. Yeah. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are Jimmy. Are you Jimmy? Yes. You are Amanda. You are looking for. I'm the one you are looking for. Because the person is totally different. When they take off the hair, different. When they wash their face, different. When they take off all the other things that they have been using to, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some even take off their teeth. Yeah, don't be, don't be surprised, my dear. Brother. My brother from another mother. Don't be surprised. Sometimes even the, the front door is not there. When you visit, then you see that the front door is in a glass, smiling on the side at you. Then the main person is talking to you. And that, that's not, there's nothing wrong with it. If there's a problem, they remove and put. Yeah. But you will not know it. And more especially, the that we wear the mask there is finished. Number three, number three, number three. Put them hands together for Jesus. The third one is counseling or teaching. Third duty. I'm giving you eight things a shepherd must do. If I finish four today, I'm done. Eight things a shepherd must do. One, must visit. Two, one, must pray. Two, must visit. And visit regularly. Three. As counsel. Counsel. Counseling is teaching and advising. Giving advice based on the word of God. The word of God. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. So God's word is what we use to direct our path. To know what to do so that we don't make mistakes. We don't go into error. So as a shepherd, you must bring guidance to your sheep through the word of God. Which brings me to a very important question. When you don't read the word of God, what are you going to advise your sheep with? Hello? You start quoting from Muta Baruka, Maya Angelo, Oprah Winfrey, Shakespeare, Plato, you even quote from Uta Ata, 
Some of you will quote from Osama Bin Laden. Some of you will quote from Che Guevara or Bob Marley. As Bob Marley said, (laughs) no woman, no cry. Now, Bob Marley didn't say no woman, no cry. He said no woman, no cry. He didn't say when you don't have a woman, you will not cry. He said, no, woman, no cry. Basically, it was like he was talking to his mother that don't cry. You see, so all your life you have been quoting that scripture wrong. (laughs) Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. No woman. <laughs> read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. So you can know something in the Bible. So when your sheep comes, you use the Bible to talk to your sheep. Now, counseling comes in two ways, or it presents the opportunity for counseling to present themselves in two ways. One is the sheep comes with a problem. So, based on the problem, you use the scriptures to advise the person. So, you say, I have a problem, Pastor. When I say girls. Pastor, I don't think it's good at all. I don't know. I don't know. Then you take the word of God to explain to the person that you can't be following any every girl that you see. Then you use a scripture that what? Know ye not that your bodies are a temple of God. He that defied that fornicates defiled his body, which is a temple of God. But fornication and uncleanness, let it not be once named amongst you. So you take the scriptures. It's know ye not that ye are the temple of God and the spirit of the Lord dwells in you. What does 15 say? If any man defile the temple, him shall God defile. But even six, no, the one you just put now. Verse 17. Yeah, if any man defile, him shall God defile. For the temple of God is holy, which ye are. So you can't be putting smoke inside the temple. Can you imagine you came to church and this place is full of smoke? Yeah. Maybe your liver is the, is the organ in the temple of God. It's now high. So instead of playing worship, it's playing reggae music. 
positive vibration air. I vibration air. Positive. If you want to be a Rasta man, vibration. <laughs> I react. How can it be? Then you use. Then the second way is that you yourself, you want to teach the person something. So you come with your teaching and you start to listen. Listen to me. I mean, you were in my office when? Sunday. Did you come with a question? I had the teaching waiting for you. I packed it for three months waiting for you. <laughs> it has your name on it. As soon as I get you, I give it to you. Boom! It's based on a teach something that I'm trying to teach you. Yeah, I have it. Your name is on the file. So as soon as I hear you are looking for me, I started to scroll to do the file. Ah, that's your name. That's it. I pull it out. Serve it to you. Yeah, I see it's not. Yeah. So maybe some you want to teach that, but like even today, as I've talked about the Holy Spirit and our natural selves. So you decide, I'm going to talk to my sheep about the natural self. So when you go and visit them, you are chatting how it's going. You know something? There was something very wonderful Bishop shared on Tuesday. I want to, I just want to, he said that, look, if we are not filled with the Holy Spirit, we are left to our natural self. So we behave naturally. So how does the natural person behave? Then you, in the Bible, Galatians chapter 5, that's why you must come to church with a notebook. Galatians chapter 5, then you start reading the things in verse 9. So if we leave us to our natural self, this is how we'll be. It will be adultery, fornication, and cleanness, lasciviousness, like that. Do you think the sheep will come and ask you that uh, me, I'm a natural self, what is going to happen to me? No. So you have to. Then the next time you can say, look, I, I want you to pray to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you know what, how it will benefit you? When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you will now begin to bear fruit. And this is the fruit you will bear. Love, peace, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, long-suffering, temperance. Against sadness, no law. Then, then you see the way they are clapping. That's how your sheep will be clapping for you. Hey, shepherd one. You start to call you shepherd one. Shepherd one. Shepherd one. Hey, basenta leader one. Yeah. Yeah, call you major fet. Major one. <laughs> but all you talk about is the latest weave in town. The latest song in town. Oh, the sheep will not learn anything. Hallelujah. And finally, interaction for this phase of the teaching because my time is interaction. A shepherd must interact with his sheep. As a shepherd, you must interact with your sheep. You must talk to your sheep. Just have fellowship, interact, Just talking to them. Interaction. Everybody wants to be noticed. Everybody wants to feel special. Everyone. That's why when I preach sometimes, I mention people's names. So they oh, how will Bishop remember me? That's it. No. They say, oh, hey, I'm not a persona non grata. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I mean, if I can't be on it, I give you a name. At least you know that when I say that, it's you are the one I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Mention names. Even tonight, I've mentioned different names. At least the few that I know. 
Yeah, mention the names. This is Luleka, right? Yeah, Luleka Sushi. Sushi. Everybody wants to be noticed. Oh, how are you? you like, no, talk to them. Chat with them. Me, my sheep, I play with them. I talk to them. I spend time. I do many things with them. Many things with them. I mean, they are, they are an integral part of my life. By all means, I'll check on you for something. It will bring itself up. I mean, it cannot. By all means. Just check on you, Charlie. This thing, even sometimes the way I interact with people is to ask them to do things for me. Sometimes people feel that what they do for me, I can't do for myself. I mean, I came to church, you made coffee for me, so I can't make coffee. When I'm at home, how do you think I make coffee? (laughs) Do you get it? But it's just to give you a feeling that, oh, you are you. You are you. So anytime you are there, that particular thing, I let you do it. So you feel, oh, yeah, I'm a a somebody. It's not like I'm just one of the furniture. I'm a somebody. So we bring this. Arrange this. I mean, I can come and arrange all the things myself. The chest. Oh, only 50. Oh, it's easy. You will see, no, no, I've arranged it. Because in my mind, I've arranged it so many times. So many times. I remember when Pastor Tyler first came to the church. I used to bring the chairs myself. Arrange all the chairs. So when he came to the church, he said, no, no, no. As the pastor of the church, you shouldn't carry chairs. You shouldn't be carrying chairs. So I shouldn't carry chairs again. Then he, when he can't sees me carrying chairs, then he's angry. That's when I know that God had called him. Now he says he's a big man. So when we are carrying chairs, then he disappears. Yeah. But I mean, like, so he will come and he wants to carry the chest all by himself. You see, but sometimes I have to go to the caretaker to go and bring the chest because when I leave him alone, then he will fight with the caretaker. So I have to go and pick one chair, then I cool down the caretaker. You see, the, 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 the person without the Holy Ghost was still there. So when I say, you see, he's fighting with the caretaker. So I have to go and pick a chair, then I'll talk to the caretaker. All right, the caretaker will be happy again. Because after church, we have to bring the chairs back to the caretaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, but he said to me, don't carry chairs in the church. It's not good as the pastor. Then I knew that the call of God was upon this guy. Because your normal person doesn't think like that. So, ah, I mean, we are equal right, equal justice. We are carrying you to carry some. Let's all, are, we, are you not going to sit on? At least carry the one you are going to sit on. Do you get it? Yeah. Interaction. Talk to them. Be friends with them. Try to your best. Nobody wants to. Look, people are lonely. A lot of people are lonely. They have nobody to talk to. Nobody to smile at them. Nobody to chat with them. Nobody to check on them. How are you doing? How's this? How's that? Like, even when they have good news, they have nobody to share it with. They have nobody to share with it. Yeah. This gentleman was in my house. I think this week, I don't even remember, but a few days ago, he said, oh, I've got a job. I said, oh, I'm very happy you've gotten a job. I pray that it's a long term. It leads to what you are looking for. It's like, I have good news. There must be somebody to share it with. That's it. So be that person for them, or else they'll go and share it with the wrong person. And the wrong person will say, since you have a job, let's go and celebrate. 
And after the celebration, you will see they are never the same again. Never the same again. Never the same again. So interaction. Talk to people. People need friends. People can't stay in the church if they have. Look, when people get born again, when people get saved, the first thing they fight is detach, coming out of their original company and joining a company in church. That's, that's, that's the first thing. Right? There's a scripture, I think, in Acts where Herod was persecuting the he had, they released the people from Herod. Is it Herod? Yeah, released the people. And the Bible says they went to their own company. It means they had a group of people who were their friends, their fellowship, their WhatsApp group, people that they go to. And they went and told them what God had done. Yeah, they went to their own company. So when, like when, uh-huh, and being let go, they went, verse 23, Acts 4, 23, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said. When I got born again, I mean, I used to be a footballer. Yeah, a footballer, I mean, someone who plays football, soccer, football. Not a professional football area, just, we just play and then we just play. Yeah. And I used to play. It was after Matrix. So I used to play every afternoon with my friends. Every afternoon. It was part of the routine. We play. And then when we finish, we go and bath and, and dress up. Because it will be in the evening then. Then we hit the road. Yeah, till another day comes. We are on outreach. <laughs> Street evangelism. You get it? So now here am I, I say I'm born again. And me, I find all the born again people very boring. Very boring brothers. I tell oh, hello, how are you? Glory be to God. Hey. Oh boy. Where is God that we are? I am the one talking to you. Oh, praise the Lord. I say, ah, praise the Lord is for when we are in church. Oh, here we are here. Oh, good God. Then when they meet, oh, what's the Lord saying? I say, hey. What's the Lord saying? How? How can I know what the Lord is saying? How can I know? How can I know what the Lord is saying? Where, where I meet him? Ah, because I came to church only twice. How can I know the thoughts of God? When his thoughts are not my thoughts, neither his ways are my ways. As high as the heaven is from the earth, so are his ways from my ways. How can I know? What was the Lord saying? What's the Lord saying to who? So I found them very boring. Yeah. And then they wear this, this pants. They had some particular pants that they wear. Even the fabric, I don't like it. Even the fabric from high school never liked it. And with pleats, I, all my pants always have a flat front. And then they have pleats. Ah. Yes. And then the iron is such that the line is so straight, it can cut. It can cut something. Yeah, me too, my pants are iron flat in the front. So that my legs can feel free and move anywhere they want to move. Then this one. Hey. So always I go and play the soccer. When it's I run and go and bath, then I go for evening service. Try. Yeah. 
But that's the main thing because those same friends will laugh at you. Those friends will laugh at them. Tell them, oh, you go to church too much. You do this and so. They have to get other friends in church so that they have a reason to now start breaking away from their friends with their bad influence to make friends, new friends. Yeah, to make new friends. You can't bring those friends to church. They have to get new friends. Hallelujah. So we must relate with them and also learn to relate with them at a level that they can flow. Amen. If you don't, then, then, then now you have... And I had a friend. He used to, I, I used to live in the same area with him. His house was number one. My house was number five. Yeah, my, our names are the same. He asked my name. He asked my wife's name. And his house is five. Then now one. Then after him is three. And then five. So it's one, two, three, four, five. I'm number five. He's number one. Went to the same high school. We're in the same hostel. We share the same bed. He sleeps down. I sleep up. Yeah. I always say sleep down, sleep up. When the bed breaks, I fall on you. You never fall on me. And I remember those days. When he wants to, he always wants, I'm sure that guy, he prayed for me until I got born again. Today is one of our pastors, one of our reverend ministers in the church. Yeah. Anytime you talk to me, you come up with some prayer accent. Glory be God. I say, brother, I know you from whom. This is not how you talk. This is not, no, 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 no. This is not how, if you want to talk to me, talk to me like the way you talk normally. That's the only time I'll listen to you. If you ever talk to me, you, you come and say, the spirit of the light. Hey, it's not any spirit. You have changed your voice to a certain spirit of the Lord. Look, that guy will get a crown when we go to heaven. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He really liked me, eh? Try everything. Share his food with me. So that I'll listen to him. As soon as when we are eating, so I ask him, why is it that when we are eating, you talk normally? Then when you open the Bible, then suddenly the spirit of the Lord. I say, hey, stop that rough. So come to their level and relate with them at their level. Do you get relate with them at their level and let them have friends in you. So then they can break away from their some way friends that they are not able to bring to church. When Pastor Priscil came to church, he came with his friends. They, were, they used to sit upstairs, cause confusion in their service. Always shouting. Always. This, this Pastor Priscil guy. The one you see him very quiet. Do you know the reason why he's quiet? He's finished shouting. Yeah, they'll be up there, then they'll be shouting. Bishop is preaching, and suddenly they'll shout. Hey! preaching yeah doing the, what's the like how i'm preaching on out of nowhere then one of them will shout ta, 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 then they will all respond Power! hey yeah boom that yeah when it's praise and worship they'll be standing up there then they'll be just i'm closing okay they'll be upstairs they will they'll be watching the rest of us we are doing our best then, I don't know, they had a leader, he will give their size time to, then they'll be coming from upstairs. 
and they will come down. And they will take over the church. Who church hostage? Then, dance and dance and then their leader will give a certain sign. Then they will go back to upstairs. It's almost like they have an airtime data bundle for dance. When they finish, they go back upstairs. Oh, no, 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 no. EFF, I'm telling you. So, if they are able to bring their friends to church, that's a blessing. Because this group of people, quite a number of them have become missionaries today. Pastor Priscilla's group. Yeah. Know somebody in Swaziland, somebody in Kenya, somebody here with us, like that. But some are not able to bring their friends to church. And stay with their friends, corrupt them. So if we don't occupy them and become friends with them, they have no choice but to be with this, their friends. Then when they backslide, we start blaming demons. Their problem is not demons. It's you and I. We didn't interact with them. We didn't notice them. We didn't get to know them. We didn't relate with them. We didn't make friends with them. To, so that they can have somebody to talk to. That's it. So this is the work of a shepherd. God willing, next week I'll give you some formal. Formal and then we'll close. Stand to your feet. Let's bring today's service to a close. Pray for yourself quickly. We close in two minutes. Pray that God help me to do the work of a shepherd. Help me to do the work of a shepherd. Help me to pray. Teach me to pray. Teach me to visit. Teach me to counsel and to teach my sheep. And teach me to relate and interact with my sheep in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, my God, Lemba Lobaka, Rambe Lobaba, Bradico, Sipaculaya, Sinto Baliconda, Cailanda, Rambe Doba, Rapatata, Skepa, Loma, Shima, Laka, Lempa Loba, Sinto Balicando Bas, Rampalaba, Brando Labazindo, Cande Crande Bebesi, Sempatobala, Satolio Mosso, Cante Colamasa, Ramito Masse Cayondo Lobo Simpala, Canto Taleme. Se prande de beskima lokaya, mi loma lema 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 le brando balekaya, kimaloba si badoba brante bede. Pray for yourself, Lord. Make me a good shepherd. 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 Yato mi so kailanto balakaya. Balo sepando kande kaibala, ranto la basonto balikaya, kempo kaiba, rampe lobose, payaloma, simatoba, rampe papa, brato kaba. Help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and help me, give me wisdom to be a good shepherd. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Father, thank you for everybody here. I pray. Let your spirit fill us and grant us wisdom to be good shepherds. Give us the grace to be praying shepherds, be visiting shepherds. Give us the wisdom to be teaching and counseling shepherds, Lord, and to be shepherds that interact and befriend the sheep in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, 
Oppo 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.